Hey everybody, good morning. Welcome. This is uh, Joe. Joe McCall, REI in your car. actually driving this morning to go see my dentist yay so much fun oh man I just go every six months to get my teeth cleaned I got pretty good teeth I was blessed good jeans good teeth jeans but yeah I don't enjoy this at all I wanted to cancel it like six times this morning but I said no I'm gonna do it anyway be a good example for my kids <laughs> as best as best I can right so anyway I uh, hope you're doing well I thought I would talk a little bit about my story and um, I know you probably have heard of it before but maybe I'll do this in several different episodes um, but sometimes it helps you know when you can hear other people's stories I owe a lot of my success to a lot of other people that have helped me along my journey and um, yeah so I just wanted to talk about that it all kind of started back in 2006 I was uh, working for an engineering company is that right no it started back earlier than that 2000 because I've, I've graduated from Iowa State University with a degree in civil engineering and I wanted to do I wanted a job, I knew that I wanted a job that would, that I could travel with, right? Because we always had this kind of desire. My wife and I got married in 98 while I was in school, graduated in 2000 from Iowa State University. And I knew I wanted to be in engineering and I didn't want to be stuck in an office designing things. I wanted to be actually be out in the field and hopefully with a company that would let me travel and, you know, we could travel and see the world and stuff. So I took a job with an engineering company a large international engineering company and it was pretty cool. I had a friend at the time who started getting into real estate and between 2000 and 2002 I was watching him buy properties like duplexes and stuff like that and rent them out and um, it was good. It was cool. The I forget when Rich Dad Poor Dad was written but it was around this time wasn't it? Um, I should stop this audio to get my dates right, but um, it was around 2001 that my company transferred me out to California for a job, and it was supposed to be a two-year assignment, so we had just bought our house, and so we decided, you know, it was going to be a temporary assignment, so two years, we should be back in Kansas City, or hopefully go to another job in another part of the world. So they moved us out to San Francisco. That two-year job only lasted 10 months, and they had to send us back. So during that 10 months, though, I was renting my house out to a tenant who was horrible, uh, crazy horrible tenant. Uh, every week there was something broken that had to be fixed, and I had to pay for it, obviously. And um, the property manager, they did their job, but every single thing had a fee attached to it right so the tenant was late every month and 
I would could barely make the mortgage payment every month and it was always late because the rent wouldn't come in. It would come late. And then the late fees that the tenant was charged was the property management company got to keep those late fees conveniently. I didn't get those late fees. So anyway, we had to go back to Kansas City and I couldn't, we couldn't even move back into our house because there were still two months left in the lease. So what are we going to do? Um, so I decided I'm just going to sell the house. Well, then I find out the property management company keeps 6%. I signed my property management agreement that if I sell it, they are going to be my listing agents. So it turns out the tenants actually bought the house. So that was all right. But I mean, it was horrible for 10 months, man. I was like, I am never, ever, ever going to own real estate, like rental real estate. And sometime during this time, I wish I could remember the dates. My friends started, who was, who was buying um, a bunch of this real estate, uh, recommended to me that I read their book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And so I read the book and got excited about real estate. And that kind of was the first education that I think I ever bought was that book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And then I started buying other books. And I started buying a lot of courses and stuff from eBay. And they were just too expensive for me to buy the, the, the original ones, remember? So you'd go to eBay and buy used courses. So I started devouring books and courses on real estate investing. A lot of them was from Rich Dad, Poor Dad Education. Um, you know, I'm going to pause this audio real quick because I'm curious to know when that book was published. Hold on. Okay, wow. Can you believe that? It was 1997 when that book was first published. No way. That long ago? <laughs> that was 20 years ago that book was first published. Uh, by the way, subsequently, I don't know if this has been published anywhere. I think it has. It's been on the internet and stuff, so it must be true. No, but I know it's true because I've, I've heard from people that know firsthand that uh, the whole story was made up of the whole rich dad and poor dad thing. Um, but regardless, the principles told in that story are really, really good. And whether it was true or not, yeah, kind of like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> like, uh, but it was told as, as a story, as an allegory. And um, yeah, so there you go. This, the whole premise and the and the uh, you know this, the principles behind the book are were really really good for the most part and it's amazing to me though how many real estate investors I've met or have heard interviewed on podcast or even entrepreneurs that aren't into real estate into other types of online business um, e-commerce businesses whatever got their start or interest into entrepreneurship by reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And the second book, which I thought was even better than the first, Cash Flow Quadrant. So if you're listening to this, you've not read those two books, you should do that. There was a guy, we just bought a new tree for an early Father's Day, late birthday present <laughs> for myself, right? My, my wife and kids bought me a real nice tree, a willow tree. And we had it planted in the backyard and the guy who planted it um, was asking me, we get this a lot when they come to our house and see our property, they're like, wow, what do you do for a living? And I just told him, I said, you know, I'm in real estate investing. He was wanting 
to know how to, he could get into that and what he could do. And I just suggested he starts with, because he really wanted to work for himself, maybe not necessarily even real estate. We were talking about that. Anyway, I recommended to him to read those two books, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and Cash Flow Quadrant. Um, it could change your life, which did mine, right? So that sometime in the early 2000s, that's, I started reading that book and really started getting excited about working for myself, um, not being employed or being self-employed, but being a small business owner. And um, yeah, it's crazy stuff. But I realized after this rental experience that I never wanted to do that again. <laughs> the late calls um, with leaky toilets, leaky faucets, flooded basements, garage doors that wouldn't work, trees that would fall on the roof. It just seemed like every time you'd think, okay, what worse can happen? Like, And it would happen. And then we would have to pay, I remember one time the bathtub or shower was leaking or something like that. And I had to fix it. I had to get it fixed. Am I in the right lane? Yeah, okay. I had to get it fixed and... Um, I had to, I looked at the receipt, the property management company, yeah, took care of it, right? So it's supposed to be quote-unquote passive. But um, I got the, the bill, and I was paying this plumber $65 an hour, $65 an hour to fix a faucet that I could have fixed myself for maybe a couple bucks, right? And on top of that, the property management company was charging some kind of fee on top of the repair bill. So anyway... Uh, I realized I didn't want to do real estate. Let me just tell you a little bit, and then I'm going to continue this in a couple different parts. Uh, let me a little bit more story. It was about a couple years later. I was left that company. I was in St. Louis now, and um, I had a brother-in-law that was telling me about this guy he knew who was building duplexes in Austin, Texas, and um, uh, that's really interesting. And I, I. I, I and he was, um, he was claiming that you don't get normal rental management headaches the way he was doing it. And I thought, this is interesting. So I actually flew down to Austin, Texas to meet this guy and to see if maybe I could <clears throat> build some duplexes ourselves um, or buy some of his duplexes because he was building them and selling them to investors. And this must have been 2004, 2005. And so I flew down and spent a day with him and a super nice guy looked at his duplexes and was looking at Austin and thinking about maybe investing and in buying some real estate in the Texas market, right? But one of the things that he did is he recommended to me a book that had a profound impact on me and it's called Secrets of a Millionaire Landlord by a guy named Robert Sheeman. Secrets of a Millionaire Landlord. And the book is okay. It's a good book. It's just okay. And, but one of the chapters in there had to do with lease options. And that was the first thing that I remember reading about or hearing about lease options. And I was reading, I was buying some of these courses from Rich Dad Poor Dad Education um, at the same time as two. And I realized, I saw that they had a course on lease options and I bought it on eBay. But this guy, Robert Sheeman in the book, Secrets of a Millionaire Landlord, had a chapter talking about um, you know, when you're when you're managing properties, some of the best tenants that you can get are tenant buyers. 
tenant buyers are people who are leasing a property for a period of time and then want to actually have a contract to buy it. So they take better care of the home than a normal tenant would because they have a vested interest in it. They put a large deposit down. They are um, trying to, uh, to buy it. And so, okay, I'm at the dentist and there is nobody here. Wow, okay, the lights are on though. Oh, joy. I was hoping they were closed. <laughs> I was hoping they were closed and I actually didn't have an appointment today. Anyway. So I got excited about lease options, right? And I thought, dang, you know what? You can have a tenant buyer in a home and they're actually going to be responsible for the day-to-day -day maintenance and repairs. And they're going to treat the home nicer and better than a normal tenant would. This might be something that I could do. So I started really devouring... Um, <clears throat> all the lease option education I could get. And I was buying these lease option courses on eBay from Rich Dad Poor Dad. I bought some books from Wendy Patton. Uh, by the way, I just talked to her the other day. She's doing really, really well. She is. Um, she owns like a, one or two title companies. She owns a couple different Keller Williams franchises. Um, she's still doing deals, doing real estate. She's super nice and um, just doing really, really well. In case any of you were curious how Wendy Patton's doing or if she's listening to this, hi, Wendy. <laughs> so Wendy is one of my uh, earliest kind of mentors in the business and she was awesome. I bought her course, I believe, around this time frame as well. And uh, there's another guy, Dolph de Roos, I think his name was. I bought his course. He was out of Australia or New Zealand. Dolph de Roos, I think is his name. Um, and so that kind of started my journey in my education. I never bought any of the duplexes from this guy um, because I just felt like the, the prices weren't there and the cash on cash return, which I'd learned from Rich Dad, right? Um, just wasn't as good as I thought it could be, right? Um, so that's, that's the end of this part one. I'm gonna continue later um, on kind of, I, I feel like I should be talking about some of the people that kind of helped me in my investing career over the years through their education and counsel and advice and, and uh, but I got to go into this silly stupid dentist appointment um, so maybe I'll t if I can talk later when, after the dentist appointment I'll finish my uh, part two see you guys